You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. We want to welcome everyone back to Real Presence Live. We are just so grateful that you're joining us this morning. We've had some great guests this morning. And mm. Brad, I have to apologize. The last segment, I didn't no, see the well, movie. <laughs> yeah, no, well, but the themes are, are universal, right? I mean, these Absolutely. are things that, that uh, we can all relate to. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I love how he brought in that redemptive quality to it mm-hmm. and, and just the mercy of the Father. That's uh, it's just so beautiful. So if I can just get... At least warnings before the <laughs> the, the the R parts. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> that's, that's tricky. It. That's tricky. I gotta say. Yeah. Oh well, now we are so so blessed and so grateful. We have Sister Idel Bot on the phone, and she's going to talk to us about the remedy for uncertainty and inequality. So, thank you for being with us today, Sister. Uh, can you tell well, us a you little? Thank you for having me. Oh, you bet. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. I am a Benedictine sister of Annunciation Monastery in Bismarck, North Dakota. Um, By trade, I'm a social worker, but I currently serve at the Church of Corpus Christi in Bismarck as a pastoral care associate. Um, I help families dealing with grief and loss and help plan funerals and wakes, do homebound ministry, hospital visits, things like that. Well, I can only imagine that um, during the time of pandemic, with all the restrictions on Funerals and wakes, that had to be especially difficult uh, over these last few months. It's terrible for families. I feel so bad for them not being able to have their loved ones with them during this time. When you're already dealing with the loss of a loved one and then to to not be able to be there, that's Right. Yeah. Or even be in the hospital with people at the time when they're going through things. Yeah, it's very sad times. Yeah, the last four months have uh, created so much uncertainty. You are so right. And then to have all of a sudden, piggybacking on that, the inequality and the, the rage that has gone on you know, in our nation from that, it's, it's just a real uncertain time. Um, but, um, you know, there, there are so many ways to deal with that, too, as hard as it can be. Uh, can you just tell us some of the things that are so important to really accentuate during this difficult time? Sure. Um, You know, I just, I felt, or I still feel almost like the world is imploding around me. Mm -hmm. So much stuff is happening. Mm -hmm. So I have a couple of priest friends, they're retired priests, that I just, I admire a lot, and I seek them for advice. Mm. So I had dinner with them a couple weeks ago, and started talking to them about just these feelings I'm having and like, what can I do? And I find myself, I think the word they at this time is almost like a four letter word because Mm -hmm. we tend to group everyone in the same group. And I caught myself saying it a couple of times and Father Clemmer stopped me and he's like, well, wait a minute, they, who are you talking about? It was like a real check for myself. Mm -hmm. And as we talked, he's like, you got to pray. And I've heard that over and over from older sisters in my community. But for some reason, that just clicked with me that night. This is one thing that I can do right now. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not probably going to go out and do um, public protests and things like that. I may feel and be with people, but prayer is what I do as a sister, and my community does it all the time. So this is something I can do, and I thought about it all night. 
pray, pray, just pray. And I thought, that's something we can offer. Let's yeah. have a prayer service. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and that's that. It's um, it, it's kind of funny because a lot of times we feel like, um, well, it's the only thing I can do, right? Like, it's this mm-hmm. is. Uh, it's kind of something, but it's not really anything. It's kind of, I think the way that we can we can think about it, right? But I think especially in situations where we are genuinely helpless to change that, it's it's so critical that we turn to the the person who really can change that. Like right. it, it's not this isn't some facade. This isn't some sort of kind of um, you know just null or numb my sense of inadequacy right now and kind of do something just to do something. This is actually the solution, right? Right. It's prayer is the great unifier. It doesn't it's powerful, it's not violent, it's inclusive and anybody can do it regardless of their circumstances. Mm-hmm. And all that positive power and in prayer, it's got to be something. I mean, we know it does. Prayer prayer works. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and and you know, our lady has told us that and if we just go back a, a brief little over 100 years ago with our lady of Fatima and what was going on in the world, I mean, pandemics and fascism and right. all this stuff and her her message when she came was the pray, pray, pray. And and so it is so important. It is the number one tool weapon um Gift. Really, gift, yeah, exactly. Grace that God gives us is the ability to pray and to call on Him to, you know, um, help us discern uh, how He wants us to participate in His salvation history, you know, in His salvation um, of those that are hurting, including ourselves. Yeah, sister, one of the things that you said too was this this um, thing that we can fall into of they, right? And and that's right. one of the things that I've been so struck by right now with the riots and and all of the the stuff that's going on is it just seems like there's this accentuation this this um, massive uh, increase of the us versus them mentality ripping our country apart ripping um, human beings apart you know the societies apart like there's we have to be on guard against our fellow. Uh, citizens, and I just think that's so tragic because Isn't God is sad? God is a unity, and that's what He desires for us. So, what, what, how do you, how do you approach that? I just, I, I wish if people had meaningful conversations with each other instead mm-hmm. of the us versus them. Mm-hmm. I think people would find that you have much more in common with someone than you don't, mm-hmm. and it's just getting over the us versus them. To, to find that out, um, just talking and, well, and praying together, unifier. Mm-hmm. We can all be different um, nationalities, religions, whatnot, but prayer, again, is something that we can do together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and not only together, but God can give you words and, you know, thoughts and words and actions that He wants you to take, you know, through that time of prayer that you you have with him. Um, you know, I know just from a personal standpoint, our family was really um, touched be, uh, by what happened in Minneapolis. And, mm-hmm. and, and it was our, our nephew had his store looted and uh, vandalized. And this poor guy, he's, first of all, been through some hardship. Um, he's adopted from Paraguay. And uh, mm. making his life as an American citizen, mm. and four years ago, um, his 
his daughter, our beautiful grandniece, uh, her cousin and best friend from the other side of their family um, was abducted and murdered. Oh my. And oh my so when we had gotten the Amber Alert, we looked at the picture and we're like, oh my gosh, this looks like our beautiful Brielle. And it ended up, it was her cousin. And so then to have this happen, it's just like, and here he's a minority. <laughs> I mean, technically, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. being a, a Gorney Indian from Paraguay where he was a minority, <laughs> you know, it's just like uh. this poor kid, you know, and yet our family is there to help him and support him. But it's just there's just so much injustice that happens when there's rash action that is not from prayer. Yeah, no one is ever served by rage. Exactly. It it isn't a solution. It's not not from God. It's not from a prayerful life. And we need to, you know, work together. And and I agree, the whole day thing really uh, can get me. Even the the census, when you have to say, you know, what your background is. I just put Mm -hmm. God's child, you know, and it's like, (laughs) I just just don't like that labeling um, at all. And I think that's a good step in getting rid of the... They. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, Sister, now, Annunciation Monastery is doing something to unite people of different faiths and views tonight, right? Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yes. We are having a prayer service, and it's called Seasons of Uncertainty and Equality. And it's going to be an outdoor prayer service, but we're also live-streaming it for anyone that would like to watch. Um, we joined with several other churches in Bismarck. Um, we ha- we're going to be addressing COVID, racial inequality, um, and a lot of the things that went along with COVID, like education, how it's been a struggle for people this year. Um, just Oh, and law enforcement will be present, hmm. so we can pray for and with them as well. Great. Um, just all-inclusive. Um, yeah. One of our, our, well, part of our motto at the monastery is striving to respond to the challenges of the time hmm. through prayer, lectio, and service. So this is something that we sisters can offer right now with other people as a unifier. Awesome. So that that is, um, tell us again, with time and location on that? Sure. It's at Annunciation Monastery, 7520 University Drive in Bismarck. It starts at 7 p.m., and we ask you to bring chairs or blankets. Um, It will be on the front lawn of the monastery, and we'll ask people to Space out accordingly. Um, if you feel more comfortable wearing a mask, we would invite you to do that. Um, we'll take every precaution we can for COVID safety. Mm-hmm. So, well, that's that's just fantastic, Sister Adele. I, you know, we're all made in God's image and likeness, and our different viewpoints are are definitely things that need to be united together because that's how you have. When you have real dialogue, you have real solutions. And the dialogue of prayer is where it all begins, because then God's part of that discussion. Yes. Excellent. Well, uh, any final thoughts, Sister? We just have a a few seconds left, but... Um, Yes. We are going to have a nine-year-old speaking at this prayer event this evening, because... um, we, and St. Benedict says, the Lord often reveals what is better to the younger. Mm. So um, I am so looking forward to having McKenna come and yeah. see what she has to say. Oh, beautiful. R- reminds me of uh, Daniel. In, in the book of Daniel, the young, yes. young Daniel speaks out against the injustice of the elders who are accusing Susanna um, and, and basically turns the tide of this trial that was, was completely wrong. So that's awesome. I hope it's a, a very grace-filled event. 
Thank you so much, and thank you for allowing me to talk about it today. Yes. Oh, thank you so much for for not just talking about it, but but having this happen. Thank yeah. you. Thanks for being on with us this morning, sister. Thank you. All right. Well, God bless you. Uh, up next, we'll take a few minutes to discuss what's on our minds and hearts today. So stay tuned. Uh, we'll be back with more Real Presence Live on the other side of this break.